0: Weddings ish, 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 with John. Hello, and thank you so much for tuning in to Weddings-ish with Jove. This episode, our wedding planning tip, I'm going to read the article out loud, some wedding planning advice I shared with The Knot magazine. Uh, we do not have a Real Housewives roundup this week, this episode, as we have the Olympics, so there were no Real Housewives, uh, at least not the ones that I watch, so no roundup. And lastly, I sit down with the beautiful and talented business owner, and designer, co-founder, Molly Guy of Stone Fox Bride. Enjoy! Weddings-ish! The Knot magazine reached out to me and asked if I would share some advice for couples getting married. So, of course, I couldn't resist, and I thought I would just read you the advice that I shared with the magazine, which will also be posted on the website, jovemirevents.com slash podcast. So the first question they asked me is... What should couples do immediately after getting engaged? Of course, I said you should celebrate with those you love and share the good news in person before sharing on social media. Then think about who you'll invite and your budget. Knowing both of those things will help you tremendously in your planning. Next question. Are there advantages to bringing a planner in the beginning versus working with a day of coordinator? Great question. A day of coordinator is perfect for couples eager to plan all of the details themselves. However, a full-service planner will match you with pros who are passionate and priced right for your budget. So either way, you can't go wrong as long as you engage a planner in some capacity for your wedding next question how can you plan a wedding in fewer than six months i said having a shorter planning period means less time to change your mind start with a guest list and a budget then lock in a venue and a date before moving on to stationery. at that point it's probably best to send out digital save the dates less time equals less stress in making a decision less time to linger over making a decision you've got to make it and you've got to make it fast Next question. What about tips for a tight budget? I get this one all the time. My response? Set a budget with all the items you need and be honest with your vendors on what you can actually spend. Also, don't spend it all on one space. And be prepared to be flexible. For instance, you might have to go with beer and wine bar instead of a full open bar. So prioritize and put your money where it matters. Next question, what's the key to finding the perfect venue and what red flag should couples consider? This one is also a great question. I said knowing your guest count, food service style, meaning plated, buffet, or cocktail style, and budget can all help steer you in the right direction when searching for a perfect venue. Red flags vary, but look out for venues with no heat or air conditioning, limited bathrooms, and bad online reviews. Plus, make sure the space is good at communicating you, communicating with you in a timely manner, because once you book, it won't get better. If it's not good to start, it's not going to get better as you go along. Next question. What wedding trend do you wish would go away? To that, I said, to be honest, I'm absolutely done with colorful uplighting. To be candid, I never liked it really anyways, But it doesn't add any value to the space. It doesn't add any value to the photos. It only serves as a distraction. Um, So I'm not a big fan of it. It's got to go. Next question. Do you have a favorite moment in the wedding day? To that I said, it's a toss-up between personal vows, and the first dance. Those are the times when you get to see love between two people in word and in movement. And it's true. I'm sappy. I'm a hopeless romantic. I work on logistics and spreadsheets and timelines and vendor management for, you know, months and months and months. But really, I'm in it for the love. I want to see them express their love to their friends and their family. And those two moments, I think for me, are my personal favorite. And the last question they asked was, can you share one pro tip you'd like the newlyweds to know? Uh, And I said, you do you. Make the wedding a reflection of your personality and love. Don't lose yourself trying to make others happy. And I think that that's absolutely my mantra for all couples You do you. Have your own wedding. Don't have your mother's wedding. Don't have your fiancé's mother's wedding. Don't have your aunt's wedding, your cousin's wedding, your friend's wedding. Have your wedding, a wedding that reflects your style, your personality, and your relationship. And you'll be guaranteed to have the best day ever. Weddings-ish! I couldn't be more excited than to sit across from the beautiful, lovely, and sort of, I don't know, you have such a bright energy about you, Molly Guy, the co-founder and creative director of Stone Fox Bride. How are you?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm great. Your studio is so beautiful.
1: Thank you. It's so nice to hear that I'm kind of desensitized because I'm in here every day, but... um I know. It It really is a beautiful space. I found it on Craigslist. Really? Five years ago. Okay. And I didn't even realize how beautiful it was. Yeah. It's really gorgeous. I used to work... My last job was... Um, I worked at a cosmetics company on Fifty Seventh Street, and I was on like the twenty seventh floor in my office, if you could call it that. It was like a closet. It was really dark, Mm -hmm. and there was literally like poo stains on the wall, (laughs) and um, it didn't have a window. And I used to come down to Soho during my lunch break for doctor's appointments, and I was like, because I worked in Soho when I was much younger, yeah, and I just was like, I would do anything to. To work in Soho again. Yeah, I mean, and, they, and I honestly, I really do thank God every day when I get off the subway and walk into this building. It's, it's like gorgeous. such a blessing.
0: And the windows are huge, and they're round, and they're beautiful. I know. And you're right next to Crate and Barrel. <laughs> yeah, which I mean. I don't know. You could, like, window shop all the time. That's true. Um, So I want to hear all about Stone Fox Bride. You founded the company after you were married yourself. Correct. So tell me about your marriage. Where were you married? What were the details?
1: So I got married in Long Island City. You probably know the place. It's called the Metropolitan Building. I
0: do. Second floor or fourth floor? Both.
1: Ceremony was on second buyout. (laughs) Ceremony was on the second floor, Uh and um, party was on the fourth. Beautiful. And it was October 31st. Uh
0: Uh-huh. Halloween.
1: And it was on Halloween. Okay. It was really beautiful. It was pre... So this was pre-Pinterest, pre-cool wedding culture. Uh It just was really... I kind of did it on the fly. Yeah. And uh, with a friend of mine from college, you probably know, Sochil Gonzalez. Uh-huh. I do. She she planned my wedding with me. Amazing. Um at that time I was working at the cosmetics company and I was really unhappy and um, I had no background in retail and I just kept noticing every time I would go to one of these space, one of these bridal um, gown stores that I couldn't Fine. I like had a vision of what the store I wanted to go to, and it didn't mm-hmm. exist. And I even was in, like I, and I went to LA, and I started to look around for that store too. And I just had a vision, like where was the small, cool store with like a yeah. small, nice rack of awesome dresses, and just a few really beautiful things that had like rugs on the floor that I just walked into and felt was like trustworthy. And I was so baffled that that didn't exist. Yeah. And I. Like it was like one of those ideas that was buried so deep in my mind. It's like I never even thought to bring it up to anyone. Sure.
0: Because like, who would someone. have cared? Yeah. It was
1: like, who fuck, who cares? Yeah. yeah. But um, I had a friend. Her name was Brona Staley. She used to be a stylist. She was a fashion director at Cookie Magazine. And she left to start a store called Sweet William, which was a cool clothing store for kids. Which okay. probably, as a gay man, you don't really care much about cool kids' clothes. I mean, I don't know. If,
0: maybe kids one day. Maybe not. If I have one, they'll be really cool.
1: Um, so... She was a good friend and she was the first person who, went, who entered the world of kids' clothing and create, her stores are beautiful and her mm-hmm. husband built them out and they felt really cool and um, different and special and she has an incredible eye and I was at her store all the time in Williamsburg so I used to go sit there uh-huh. and be like, Bruno, I don't know what to do with my life <laughs> and we were at dinner <laughs> and I said, literally eight days after I got married, I said, I have an idea for a store and she rolled her eyes and she said, everyone has an idea for a store. Sure. And I said, "Brona, I know, but my, you know, I know my idea is this wedding store that would feel kind of like Sweet William, but for wedding dresses, and she was like, oh, and she's like a total cynical, deadpan Irish, she's not effusive at all, but yeah. she's like, her, I think like the corners of her mouth kind of turned up, and she was like, that's a good idea, Peter Peter can build the store for you, that's her husband, uh-huh. and then my husband came to pick us up at dinner, we were having Thai food on Manhattan Avenue in Greenpoint, and I said, Mike, I have an idea, and he said, that's a good idea, <laughs> and... That was how it started And that was the beginning Yeah And then I like Cried for three months Because I didn't know What to do from there Sure From the idea Because you
0: had never Run your own business before Oh
1: my god no I could barely run How to like Buy new toilet paper For the bathroom (laughs) (laughs) Because this
0: was Before Amazon Prime Or Mm -hmm. all those things That can Uh ship it To your house Literally
1: So where did the name
0: Stone Fox come from?
1: Um I'm a writer my background is in writing and mm-hmm. I lo- and I love a good sentence and I especially love a good one syllable sentence and okay. I was going back and forth with my partner for a long time about because originally, we were just going to open a store on the Lower East Side. We had a space picked out on Orchard Street. And he kept saying it should be called the Downtown Bride. He's a very literal guy. He has yeah. the Brooklyn Bowl. He's a rock and roll guy. Uh-huh. And I was like, Peter, no one's going to like the Downtown Bride. And then we went back and forth. Literally, we said Wife in the Fast Lane, which is funny. We, want, we We're trying to come up with um, <laughs> Wife like cool in the rock fast and roll names. And um, I was flipping through Virgin Suicides, and I saw... Stone Fox And I just popped in my head Stone Fox Bride Of course Who doesn't want to be called A Stone Fox On their wedding day Who doesn't want to be like Sassy and sexy And cool And 70s And pretty And it's one Stone Fox Bride I thought it sounded really good
0: Easy Cute Clean and sexy
1: Yeah. I like it.
0: So where did you end up getting your wedding dress, If you, since you couldn't find anything? Um, so
1: I ended up getting my dress at Alice Temperley. Do you know what that is? Mm-mm. So she's like a really cool Bohemian British designer, and she used to have a wedding showroom in Soho, and I bought my... I actually bought a dress from McQueen, and it was beautiful and super cool, and Alexander McQueen from his last collection right yeah. before he died, and then I put it on two weeks before my wedding with Sochiel, and I was like... So chill, I look like a moose, my arms are so fat, I'm bloated, this is disgusting. <laughs> Which I'm sure it was not true. Who do I think I am? <laughs> so then I sold it on eBay that night to a Boston socialite named Laura Baldini, who bought it to <laughs> oh go to like, a Met, like some museum gala in Boston. <laughs> oh, man. And then I went to Alice Temperley with that money, and then I bought this like strapless dress off the rack that's hanging in the back, because we always like use it in photo shoots and like get in the bath with it, so sure. my daughters put it on. You can see it if you want. Yeah, maybe I'll put it on. Yeah. I don't think I'm skinny enough. I think
0: that's qu- I think it, I think it might work. Okay, well we'll try it and post a picture if it looks good. Um, so you got married to the Met- Metropolitan Building, left your terrible cosmetics job, mm-hmm. and started Stonebox Bride. Correct. Um, and you started just selling wedding dresses. Was that the beginning? Yes. Yeah,
1: so I, um, the idea I had was to approach the very few people I knew who worked in fashion, mm-hmm. who I thought had good taste, and ask them. Um, if you were to design a wedding dress for your best friend, what would it look like? Yeah, And so I asked that to Ryan Roche, to Mandy Kuhn, to Lindsay Thornburg, to um, I think five other people that I just knew. Melissa Coker fr- had a line called Rent. Literally people I knew from the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And they were all like, ugh, I would never... I mean, this was so long. This was... No one was ever... Th- weddings sure. were still considered very, all, very they were uncool. all the same. And they were like, excuse me while I throw up in my mouth I would never even think <laughs> to design a wedding dress and I was like well it will be cool and so then they came back with all these dresses and so we opened with a rack of dresses that were really wacky uh-huh
0: and what does wacky mean for you like wacky even on a bohemian scale or wacky just because they were super not- wacky and okay. bohemian
1: and like the day we opened I had a friend who was writing for t magazine there was a story in t magazine the story was really good about mm-hmm. the store because it was the first time that wedding had anyone had attempted to do a cool wedding in new york city but the rack was fucking wacky (laughs) and so i had electric feathers dresses if anyone knows that brand there i mean they're beautiful but Uh they're insane i had dresses with like pulleys and tassels and they were dip dyed and they were bright purple and they were tie dyed and they were crazy they did not look like wedding dresses so people would come in and i think that a good time in the store peter brona's husband had built out a teepee for the you know, long, Teepees are quite trendy now. but Yeah,
0: but before they were trendy. There was
1: teepees, and there was air plants, and there was cactuses growing out of my desk, and there was these crazy dresses, and all these super cool people were coming in, except they would put on the crazy dress, and then they would say, oh, do you think that you could ask the designer, could she do it in white, and could she slim it, and oh, could she they put some lace white. in it? Correct. They weren't <laughs> even white. <laughs> okay. One of them was white. Okay. And I said, sure, um, I'll see what I can do, and then... Uh, I opened the doors on February 7th. I had my first kid on Mar- on May 3rd, and then I left for six weeks and left the store in the care of the sort of assistant that uh-huh. helped me open it up and came back, and literally there was like no one, mo- you know, no one had bought anything. Yeah. And um, I said, um, fuck this. And I had met Lucinda, who's sitting over there right now, um, weirdly through like a Facebook room. Someone put, I was looking for a seamstress, and I said to Lucinda... Um, hi, can you help me design a dress? I don't. I said like, let's go to Mood Fabrics. I don't know. I don't know anything, but yeah. I have a vision for this white dress with a lace back and lace sleeves. And then we did that dress. Okay. And people started buying it.
0: So your vision and then her skill created the first dress.
1: Correct. I literally remember. See, I'm looking at Lucinda right now. Hi, Lucinda. Lucinda and I were in mood and I was like so Lucinda what's a yard (laughs) I said what's I I didn't know if a yard was like a football field or if it was like uh, an
0: inch one so you were literally going in blind like zero fashion background from a practical standpoint
1: Less than zero <laughs> Okay
0: yeah. Got it So just As, great Bre- taste. As Brett Easton Ellis Alice might say And a good less vision Less than zero But less than zero background in fashion
1: Uh huh Did you sketch And then it I like out? saw a piece of lace I was like that's beautiful I love it <laughs> Like I didn't know that you had to like touch lace I didn't know there was like lots of kinds of laces Oh my gosh
0: So that was your first dress.
1: I had never been in the garment district before You'd never been to Mood before Of course not you just- Why would I ever go to Mood before? I, I mean this was not my world at all Yeah at all, at all. That's at amazing all. So, you made the
0: pattern for the first dress?
1: Yeah, we went, we had the pattern made for the first dress. And then then Lucinda, um, we called it the Molly. Okay. And we put it on the rack. And then. Next
0: to all the wacky dresses? Okay.
1: Literally. And then someone bought it. And then another person bought it. And then I said to Lucinda, we have this pattern, let's try this other dress. Let's try to do the Molly dress, but let's raise the hem and let's do it all in lace. And then this girl named Louisa bought it, so we named it the Louisa. (laughs) And I then I said, um, let's try to do Lucinda, what was after the Polly, the Louis, the Molly the Louisa? The peasant with the tiered bottom. But that wasn't on the rack. The val there was another one that people started buying. I the vet va- I mean there was a Then we did the first collection. Right. Like, yeah. Like the so then then literally like we were walking down through the garment district i was like maybe we should try to do a collection i don't even know how we had this conversation so then we like went and sourced a bunch of fabric and then and this is a crazy story i'd recently become friends with Uh casper and cas said like oh i'll shoot your collection for you which was incredible because when i had started the company i had had her pictures everywhere she had always been my inspiration for everything yeah and then I, like, pulled in a bunch of people, including Jemima Kirk and Pam Love, and we shot this collection that we had, like, literally, totally pulled made. together. <laughs> like, on a shoestring. That was... We were, like, sewing beads yeah. on the dresses that they were shooting While at. you had a baby.
0: Like a young yeah. baby. Uh-huh. Okay.
1: <laughs> Just do it all at once. Get married, have a baby, yeah. start a wedding dress line. Yeah. Okay. And then that... Um, so, Cass got this incredible picture of Jemima Kirk and Pamela kissing on set, uh-huh. and that picture got picked up. And then we were all over. Then, it, then the story that was started. It? Sure. And then uh, people heard that we were carrying these vintage dresses. I don't remember how and why. Then Ashley Olsen came and bought a dress and put a picture on her Instagram of one of these dresses. Uh huh. And then we started getting like a bunch of cool, stylish kind of actresses and models in for the vintage. And then suddenly we became this thing.
0: Yeah. Amazing. So you have the wedding dresses that you had the first collection and now you do them custom or they're still...
1: No, now we create a new... Col- e- we either create a new collection every season or we uh-huh. work with a designer to create a collection for us. Amazing.
0: Um, and then they're off the rack with alteration or they're custom They're all bride. made to order. All made to order. Mm-hmm. And then so bride would make an appointment here. Mm-hmm. Come look through the collection, find one. Right, and, and she can either buy
1: purchase it as is or she can request customizations. That's amazing. Yeah.
0: And so how many years ago did you make your first dress, the Molly?
1: Uh, The Molly has since been changed to the Polly, but that was um, October 2012. 2012. Okay, so Mm -hmm. this all happened pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. That's
0: amazing. And now the dress you're wearing is part of your vintage collection. Mm -hmm. So you don't make these beautiful, colorful No, these are all vintage pieces. Okay, so you source them, buy They're schmatas. Yes, that's what it looks like. Uh They look very breathable, Uh very fluid. Um, So then you source these and then just resell them. Correct. Amazing. Where do you find them? I mean, where do you get dresses like this? A
1: girl never tells her secrets.
0: That's a fair thing to not want to tell. And then you also are moving into accessories as well, or are you just dresses? Well, like
1: in the same vein as that weird Polly story, when I was um, when I was getting engaged, my husband didn't propose with a ring. I don't think it ever occurred to him that that was something you needed to do. He should do that. Right. and what, so then, how, did the enga- how did the engagement happen, the proposal? we was just making out, and he asked. <laughs> and then I was like, babe, have you asked my dad? Like, is there a ring? He was like, what? I what? And so then the next weekend, I was in Miami with a friend of mine, and Mike, he, Mike writes about race car drivers. He was mm-hmm. with this famous race car driver called Carl Edwards, and him and Carl had gone to a pawn shop, and he surprised me in Miami with this, like, really not cool <laughs> ring from the pawn shop. He was very proud of it. I think it cost, like, $60. Because he thought it was cute or, like, your he's style? He's just, like, it's not, he just, like, like... He's just, like, it would never... It's, like, not on he's his He's just radar. a dude, so he's, like,
0: I got to get a ring. Uh-huh. Oh, my god.
1: And he was, like, babe, I got you this ring. I was... And then I said, that's so sweet. And then I, like, um, threw it over my shoulder. And then I designed a ring. I went up to the jewelry district, and I yep. picked up this thing and another thing, and I went and someone had a design... And then I put it, when I opened Stone Fox, right, I put it out, and someone came and bought it. And we started calling that ring the Carl, the Carla, Uh after Carl Edwards. And now that's our most popular style, too. That's amazing.
0: Yeah, it's funny. So literally, like, happenstance has brought you to the point where you're at, to some degree. Correct. Um, And so how many rings do you have now?
1: um, We make most of our rings to order. But we've definitely, you know, outfitted a lot of brides-to-be. Yeah. That's amazing. Before they walk down the aisle. So do you
0: suggest couples come in together and do it? Well, I always say
1: just like propose with a lollipop ring or Uh a piece of string and have her involved in the process just because I have so many friends who are tormented by this piece of jewelry they don't love that has to sit on their finger for the rest of their life. They love the
0: person that gave it to them, but maybe not the ring. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. So
0: that should be a collaborative process.
1: Sure. Or like what, I mean, who even needs a ring anyway? Some of the chicest women I know don't wear them or they wear them, you know, a tiny little band.
0: Yeah. Rather than some big, opulent three, four, five carat. Jappy. Yeah. Uh (laughs) And jappy, for those who don't know.
1: (laughs) Jewish American princess. (laughs)
0: Yes. That's sort of the client I choose not to work with. Yeah. Um, So you're the wedding dress salon for the anti-bridezilla.
1: I am a a self-proclaimed Jewish American princess. FYI, so I can say that.
0: So you are like reclaiming that word. I reclaim it. Fully and wholeheartedly (laughs) You you reclaim and embrace Reclaim and embrace I love that So who is your bride? Your bride is not The glitz and glamour bride It's not the Kleinfeld bride
1: Um, I'd like to think Our bride is someone Who has like a real Taste and an eye For for style Mm Mm-hmm is much more interested in having this authentic sort of full-bodied wedding shopping experience and Mm -hmm. wants to feel good in her skin and not like she's up on a pedestal with like a bleached anus and like a a crown on her bouffant. (laughs) and everybody watching as she spins slowly she's like I just want to feel good and like my dress and maybe I'll even wear it again and dye it in the bathtub and call it a day I'm like what am I even doing sure
0: and so do you have are all of your dresses bohemian or you have sort of a clean and modern look and a short look we've got
1: like super chic and sleek our most popular style is called the Lucinda it was modeled after Carolyn Bessette Kennedy's dress it was actually inspired by Lucinda who's super unbohemian and um, really minimalist and chic And then we also have a dress Called the Glenda Which is inspired by The Good Witch of the North from yeah. Wizard of Oz And that dress is like Insane It looks like Stevie Nicks Had a baby with uh, The electric Kool-Aid acid You know With George P. <laughs> and the dress came out <laughs> Yeah but people love it too Okay that's amazing.
0: Mm-hmm. So you said before that you sort of are starting a trend that didn't exist before Pinterest. Are you on Pinterest? What are your yeah. feelings
1: about Pinterest? I love Pinterest. It's my entire social life. Okay, but I mean, there's like a bride comes
0: in and says like, I "Oh, want I this think wedding it's so or I, I want work this. with. I'm
1: like, show me your board. Send me your board. Got it. It's
0: your first go-to. Of course, it's wonderful. Okay, perfect. And do you have any inspirations that you love in terms of wedding of dress course. designers? Like, who are your? Who people? are the wedding
1: dress designers I love? Yeah.
0: Well, wedding. the dress
1: designer the we mean what inspires my I mean l- we can look at my mood board for all that stuff.
0: What inspires you is different, but I guess are there any people in the wedding industry that you look up to, or are you sort of pioneer?
1: I'm not a new really um, I don't really <laughs> n- uh, I, don't, I, I not really I don't really hang with many people in the wedding industry. Yeah. I love my friend Sochial. Sure. Um, I know a bunch of amazing florists The Putnam and Putnam guys I know yep. Taylor from Foxwater Farm yep. Rowan from Aurora Botanica These
0: are all your same energy
1: and Thank you <laughs> But um, I mean I've met Marcy Bloom uh-huh. Sometimes I'll go to You know I love um, Lisa Gooder She's digital director of Brides, Brides. Mm-hmm. Com. But I'm not really in sort of that circle I also sure. have two little kids at home So post 6 o'clock I don't go I, I put them to yeah. bed So I'm not really at many You events. become mommy Right
0: Amazing are you thinking about dabbling in children's clothing at all, or you're sure? Okay. No more details on that. <laughs> just that it's possible.
1: It's anything is possible.
0: Okay, so let's look at your mood board. What inspires you? There is.
1: Well, there I love so there's, many there's a things. picture of my parents who got married in um, 1972 in my mom's living room in Chicago. They were both high. They had just been playing tennis. <laughs> okay. That's amazing. Um, Then there's Eloise, Paul McCartney, Barbara Streisand. There's Cakes and Mother Teresa and Vivian Westwood. Who's this handsome man with the baby? That's my husband. Oh, hi, husband. Um... There's I don't there's a zebra there's Princess <laughs> Di there's um at Sean Penn and Madonna's wedding they wrote fuck off in the sand so the paparazzi flying by in the airplane could see it I love it and then I have um, some pictures Teresa. of our beautiful brides but, uh, Mother Teresa and we have Jenny Sedlis with one of our brides who got married in vintage. Um, There's Jenny Ohisa, one of our brides. Both both those women just had babies. She got married in a custom Ryan Roche dress, and um, her husband is one of the world's fastest long-distance runners. Oh, wow. There's my friend Caroline in our Kim dress, lying on a cab. That was from one of our first shoots. Uh We've got Mork and Mindy, Priscilla and Elvis, Zasha and Mamet. I think we have Jemima Kirk over there on the couch. There's another one of our brides, Tatia. She got married in Greece. Um, in our tatia veil that was named after her
0: this one with the blue shirt mm-hmm. that's so beautiful
1: and there's Wednesday Adams
0: and there's a skull
1: or two mm-hmm. amazing Oh yeah, Damien Hirst.
0: so is this something that's here there's to help out. inspire this collection or this is always evolving no, just, I mean, just things I wish that inspire that I, you uh,
1: there's Aretha Franklin no She's it's just so stuff good. that
0: I like Aretha's my favorite. I have her vinyl uh-huh. on repeat like nonstop. That's amazing.
1: We should put her on right after
0: this. I would think that's a good idea. Um, so, this is just your inspiration in general, not necessarily per collection.
1: The funny thing about a lot of these pictures is these have been in my inspiration binder since I was like in high school. From the beginning. I remember my first, um, I had a job interview at Nylon Magazine in 2003, and I, these are some of the pictures on the board were what I brought to my interview that got me the job. Like Eloise. I think, uh-huh. Was in there And um, I think Jack and Angelica Were in there I think the Ram Das Be Here Now Was in here There I love it
0: Thanks I love that your sort of Whole energy and vibe Is Not necessarily For the bride Who doesn't give a fuck But for the bride Who isn't trying to Necessarily impress Other people Or put on like a flashy Big Gaudy wedding It's right. sort of just
1: I think it's for the bride Who actually gives A lot of fucks <laughs> Okay interesting I think our bride really cares. Yeah. I think our bride cares about love. She yeah. cares about relationships. She cares mm-hmm. about her life. She cares about her family. And she cares about it so much that she doesn't sacrifice any of that stuff during the wedding planning process at yeah. the expense of making herself look like the princess.
0: Yeah. She's super authentic.
1: I'd like to think so.
0: Yeah. I mean I think so. I don't think it's these, that these dresses are for everyone. I think your mm-hmm. dress is beautiful, but I don't know many women that could just pull it off.
1: You're yeah, right exactly
0: like, I think you have to have an inner confidence or you know distress is a little wacky it's good you like wacky though yeah um and so are there anything is there anything upcoming for Stone Fox that you can talk about or share in terms um, of um
1: the Stone Fox Bride book is coming out next year That's congratulations been, thanks. it's been a long time coming I've been working on that for two years um and and we're rolling out a really cool new dress collection in collaboration with a new um, line of shoes from Vince Camuto in October. Okay. That are bridal or not bridal? Bridal. Okay. Um, and we've got lots of good blog content coming up. Mm-hmm. We're working on the Stone Fox Mama stuff. We nice. might have some maternity stuff coming up. I don't know. Desiree, do we have anything else worth mentioning? And bridesmaid's dresses. Oh, nice. Really beautiful bridesmaid's dresses. Beautiful. In the bohemian
0: flavor or in sort of a mix of flavors? Mmm.
1: Bohemian flavor. (laughs) Yeah, maybe a mix of flavors. A little dim sum.
0: A little dim sum. Chinese.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I love it. Dim uh-huh. sum is now. I'm hungry. I know. I'm I hungry want for dim sum. Dim sum too.
0: and Aretha Franklin. <laughs> too, That's totally what do. I really want. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and where can people find you on social media and online?
1: Um, the, our Instagram is Stone Fox Bride. Mm-hmm. Our website is StoneFoxBride.com. Mm-hmm. Please go and also sign up for our newsletter on our homepage, which goes out every Friday. Um, our Pinterest is Stone Fox Bride. <laughs> I think it's all Stone Fox Everything Pride. Everything is Stone Fox uh-huh. Pride.
0: Your Instagram is so beautiful.
1: Thanks. I spend a lot of time on
0: your Instagram. Really? Because I, yeah, mm-hmm. I do. I feel like tell it's not why. like other sort of hyper branded, over overtly like weddingy. Thank you. It feels organic, and you know when you tell the stories, when you have the ring pictures, it's sort of a journey instead of just like Thanks. click and go. Like I don't know, I, I really like it's that. It's probably about you.
1: because um, no one's. It's because I don't have to run it by anyone.
0: Yeah. Interesting. So I
1: can just put it whatever up whenever I want. Whatever you're put feeling. Right. Yeah. So like if I had a boss,
0: this I'd, girl. Yeah. <laughs> looking <to> fly. Uh-huh. <laughs> See, can I like I, I liked it. I like that because I it's like no one else would do that. It's a picture of Desiree in sexy underwear. Right? Yeah. Talking about your body. And, yeah. And it's so open it and honest and I feel like Not a lot of people are doing that. Everything is very like PC and square and fits in a box. That's like pretty and shiny.
1: Well, I mean she's pretty and shiny, but you know what I mean. It's um, it's funny when I was when I I had my like professional coming of age in New York. There was no social media. There was really no internet, and so every story that we did, we labored over. I had a magazine publishing background. We labored over the story for three, you know, three weeks. Yeah, and um. So, it's funny now that sort of these same institutions are in place, only they have to crank out content, you know, multiple times a day. Yeah. And they have to oversee it all. It's really not... It's not... So, you know, friends who work at bigger companies, I know that they have to retouch their pictures, they have to be professionally touched, and they have to go up a chain of probably yeah. like eight or ten people for Before them Before they
0: go post it, yeah.
1: Yeah, and it just... It's not fun. Yeah. not fresh that way.
0: And you're a writer, so is this a little outlet for you to Probably, sort of yeah. I'm
1: really grateful that um, Instagram the platform became popular the same time that we launched the company so it's been really good for us which is perfect and now there's the new Instagram live stream have you tried it yet? Uh, no I don't even know what that is it's
0: basically they like knocked off Snapchat Uh and you can now do it in Instagram like it launched yesterday yeah it's literally brand new so I'm sure you'll have some fun with that cool I
1: didn't even know about that my friend just sent me a text that said OMG
0: OMG what? wow I don't know Oh, okay. Um, So last two things. Um, What is your advice to any bride getting married?
1: Um, Don't freak out. Read our book. It's not out yet. (laughs) I would say um, uh, a wedding is like a huge, beautiful performance designed to restore other people's faith in life and love. Hmm. And you're really giving people a gift by allowing them to sort of witness your journey into this new phase of your Mm -hmm. own life. And it's like a huge deal and it's also like not a huge deal at all. So like, chill the fuck out (laughs) and enjoy. Because unless you're a billionaire era socialite, or, unless you get married again, this is probably the first and last time you're ever going to have such a shindig thrown in your honor. Such an affair, yeah. To yeah. so walk down that red carpet.
0: I love it. That's such a beautiful, beautiful uh, tip of advice. And Thanks, the last Joe. thing I'll ask you is for any entrepreneur who wants to start their own company in the wedding space or not, being a businesswoman who literally had no idea what she was getting into and now is quite successful, what are your words of advice for those I mean, people? I think
1: what you, what you and I were saying before this podcast started um, I would say don't give up your day job it sounds mm-hmm. like you didn't until did you were able to your business was self-supporting yep. so um, I don't know it's pretty easy to quote unquote start a business these days because I guess you you know you put, put up a buy URL put a score space thing up get an Instagram account um, but the you know where everyone wants their business to have um, longevity and so keep on doing what you're doing until you know that your business has legs I guess yeah That makes sense.
0: Well, this has been so much fun. Thanks. Thanks so much for for, coming. Yeah. Thanks for being on the podcast and I look forward to the book
1: and continuing
0: to uh, be inspired by your Instagram.
1: Thank you, darling. Be well. Weddings ish.
0: Thank you so much for tuning in, subscribing, listening and downloading weddings ish with Jove. It means the world to me to have you uh, listening and supporting this podcast. If you have any questions about wedding planning or any topics you'd like us to cover or anything uh, you'd like to hear about, please send us an email, podcast at events.com or tweet us at jovemeyer. Feel free to follow us on Instagram at jovemeyer and leave us a rating and review on iTunes. We would really, really appreciate it if you would take a moment and leave us a great five-star review on iTunes. Thanks so much. Weddings-ish. The music in this podcast was made by the fabulous Mel Flannery of Mixtape a Cover Band for Hipsters. Thanks Mel, love the jingle.